This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am so thrilled that you've joined me today. Can you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. With that, I welcome you into what will be a great edition of Equip. We are wall-to-wall parenting. Now that the holidays are behind us, it's a great time to have a parenting reset. And uh, I know I need that from time to time. Maybe you do as well. The weight of parenting has been pretty heavy over the last several years, and there are always challenges that are abundant, but yet you are called to this. You can do this. I believe that God has handpicked you to raise awesome kids for his glory. And uh, today we want to help to equip you to have a parenting reset. So we're going to take your questions as you navigate parenting, uh, as you navigate school and life with your kids. What are some of the big questions that are on your heart? And maybe we could be your prayer partner today. 877-LIVE-675 is the number. That's 877 877- Five four eight thirty six seventy five. Before I go to my awesome guest today, I just want to read a quick note that we received from an anonymous donor, someone who decided that for Christmas they wanted to support the program. They are in Eastern Maine, and uh, they wrote this note: "As I considered uh, the enclosed gift, I feel that it is a leaf and a fish." And they went on to say, but I believe God can multiply it. I pray it will be used to feed many. And uh, they went on to thank uh, me and the team for our faithfulness to God's word. And it was such an encouragement, loaf and fish, I'm sorry. Uh, It's such an encouragement as I think about the ministry that we have here at Equip, that we get a chance to minister every day to you and to those who listen in uh, to this program, sometimes listening in by intention. They kind of schedule their clocks to make sure they listen in. Others maybe tuning through the dial and someone caught, someone or a statement caught their ear and they're listening in. Whatever the case, God does multiply the ministry here. And every day we're praying that those who he's called to listen will listen in and that lives will be changed. And so maybe today it's not a coincidence that you're listening to this program. One of our big prayers as we start a new year is that many men and women will come to faith in Jesus Christ or come back home in your relationship with Jesus. What a great way to start the new year off. And so if today you know you need a relationship with Jesus and you have been maybe even wrestling in your heart with uh, following Christ and you're ready to make that commitment, I would love for you to call 877-548-3675. Or maybe today is the day where you come back home again, where you say, Lord, I've been away from you 
I'm ready to come back again. I love to pray with you. 877-548-3675. And for all of our friends who uh, have invested in this ministry, who have prayed like that, uh, that note, Lord, use this as loaf and fish to uh, multiply in the hands of those who use it. Thank you for your faithfulness as unto the Lord. Today, Kathy Cook joins me for the first time in 2023. Uh, Those of you who know Kathy know that she is the president of Celebrate Kids, Inc., based off of Fort, based off in rather Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, She has written voluminously and lectured around the world on uh, parenting, on helping kids to really maximize who they are and to experience what it means to thrive and be resilient. And she is with us again. Happy New Year, Kathy. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you, Chris. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for having me on the show. It is so good to have you. And I have so many questions. It's always great when I can come to a program, not just as um, a, a broadcaster, not just as a pastor, but as a parent as well. And, and you know what mm-hmm. I've been thinking about a lot, Kathy, is the fact that there's a lot of parent shaming happening right now. I was looking at a post yes. recently uh, from somebody I, I actually admire, but they posted something I disagreed with. They were really critical of parents. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about how hard parenting has been over the last several years. Pandemic. Mass shootings, school shootings, Mm -hmm. economic and political turmoil, sexual confusion in the culture. What do you say to parents who feel beat up and maybe are feeling kind of worn out right now? Right. Before I answer that, let me add social media to the list you just shared. Uh, All technology, of course, is making it harder to parent too. So, So the answer is no. I always say no shame, no blame. Hope for tomorrow. Uh, it doesn't do us any good to look back. Maybe mistakes have been made. Maybe, you know, we realize we've been more critical than is appropriate. Like, we get that. We're human. It's hard to parent today. The culture's a mess. You know, when I was a kid, everybody agreed with what was right and what was wrong and what was good and what was evil. Even people not in church yes. who didn't know the Lord. I was a church attender without Jesus, but I knew that this was right and this was wrong. Today, there's so many different definitions of what's right that, of course, children are confused. Parents are confused. I loved your opening statement on the show, Chris, about coming to faith in Christ, coming back to a vibrant relationship with Christ, praying to the God of the Bible for strength and wisdom and to have compassion for our kids. So what we teach at the Ministry of Celebrate Kids is don't look back with shame, but look forward with hope which requires us to recognize what role we could play to make it easier for our kids to be obedient and healthy and purposeful. But no, the challenge is real. The challenge is real. Absolutely. I'm so glad to be here today. Well, I love no shame, no blame. That is the environment that we want to create. We want to create a safe space for you to ask your questions and for you to be built up and encouraged in your parenting. As we talk about a parenting reset for 2023, let me recommend two books by Kathy that I really do believe will help you with that. Number one, Start With the Heart, subtitled How to Motivate Your Kids to Be Compassionate, Responsible, and Brave, Even When you're not around. I think this is a great book, landmark book. And then also Resilient Kids, that's a separate resource 
raising them to embrace life with confidence. This is uh, another great resource. Both books are very readable, very approachable, uh, not overwhelming, and it's a great way to start a new year. Speaking of starting a new year, as you think about um, how we can help our kids to do that, what are some thoughts that come to your mind about how we as parents, or at least some things we need to be mindful of about helping them to get a great start off to this new year? Yeah, great question, Chris. You know, I think one of the things to do is to make sure that we know what our children value and what our children want to be and want to do. You know, we might want them to improve in a particular area of obedience or motivation or athletics, artistic ability, academics, but maybe they don't want to. And so we're beating it, you know, like we're beating our head against the wall. (laughs) So I think we start with, you know, what have you been frustrated with? You know, and maybe it's a top five or top three. We don't want to be discouraging here. Maybe we share, you know, these are the things I'm concerned about for myself. So maybe we role model the, the fact that we could also reset our lives. So I think that's huge. Do they want for themselves what we want for them? And if we want for them something that's legitimate, but they don't want it, then we know that we have to teach more about the purpose behind our desire and show them through example and through scripture why what we hope and want for them will benefit them in the long run. Why is the effort worthwhile? Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're going to do, Kathy, because you just kind of opened up uh, some topic areas that weren't necessarily on my script. But I do want to let okay. folks know two things that we're going to make sure we do today that I think is worth the listen. Number one, we're going to talk about how do we help our kids to have secure hearts? How do we help our kids to feel secure as children? I think this is huge and it's going to be a blessing. Then we're going to go to the resiliency book. We're going to talk about how we build better resiliency in our children. So you want to make sure you stick around for that. But Kathy, what about the stubborn, stagnant areas in our relationship with our kids? I mean, there's folks that are listening to me right now who say, man, I've been talking about this behavior area with my son and daughter. It feels like forever, and I'm still not seeing mm-hmm. change. Or maybe it's mm-hmm. grades, or maybe it's the way you treat your siblings. What do you say to that parent who feels like, I do feel like I'm beating a dead horse, and I'm mm-hmm. still trying because it's really important, but I'm not seeing movement? Right. No, that, that is happening. I, I love your compassion for your listeners. So talking about it won't necessarily change it. And I say that with a lot of respect. The conversation is important to being available to have the conversation where we listen and talk. That matters. We also need to teach. This is what you've been. This is who you can be. And here are three steps that's going to help us make that progress happen. So again, are we teaching them? Are we showing them and modeling them? Are we giving them an example of why this behavior is doable and why it's profitable and beneficial for you. I think that's huge. And then, yeah, the secure heart, like, do they care what we think? So maybe someone's listening and you just need to go have donuts with your daughter and you need to shoot hoops with your son. You need to go to walk with both of them and don't talk about the serious stuff. Have fun, play a game, do a jigsaw puzzle. Jigsaw puzzles are so good, Chris, because our eyes are down (laughs) looking at the puzzle pieces and we're all there at the table. We're concentrating. Where's the biggest yellow piece? But while we're doing that, we're having these conversations about, you know, hey, Dad, I, I am kind of frustrated with my attitude about math, and I don't know what to do. 
So maybe we stop kind of the interrogation at the table, if you will, yeah. and we look for opportunities to relate, which is part of the security issue. And then they'll talk spontaneously with us so we listen and don't just lecture. Anytime Kathy stops by, it's a gift and it's an opportunity for you to ask one of America's leading experts uh, questions. And so I want to make sure that I'm sharing this time with you. 877-LIVE-675 is the number, 877-548-3675. So let's talk about what it means to secure their hearts. And this section comes out of Start With The Heart. So again, that's an excellent resource for you to order today. Find out ordering information at our website, equipradio.org. So Kathy, you say this, that we need to parent by faith. What does that mean practically to parent by faith? Is that just an optimism that we're supposed to have, or is there something deeper there? No, it it is deeper. It's a trust in God, right? And that's just where I would have gone before you even asked me that question. We have to put our faith in God, not in our ability to change our kids, not even in our kids. But you parent by faith that God is on their side. God is on my side as a parent. God knows what is best, and God will equip and empower me, and he will ready my children to hear my heart's concern for them, to put our confidence in God, and to let our kids know that, to say to them, I'm confident in God. He's going to break through your rebellion and your resistance. I'm waiting, you know, let the kids know, (laughs) hey, you know, know, God's going to move here. It's just a matter of when. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, and I think about the opposite of that, that parenting by fear because I will tell you, mm. Kathy, where my yeah. mind, uh, I have to constantly protect it from going is, oh, no, this child had a bad day. That's going to lead to mm. a bad week. That's going to lead to a bad month. That's going to lead to a bad life. So let me. Right. And you can get on that slippery slope. And the next thing you know, you're parenting by fear and not by faith. And I love this thought of letting the kid know that you're confident in God. And and not only concerning them, but confident in God and what he's doing in you as well as a parent. Like part of my faith has to be that I'm confident God's going to help me to be a better parent, uh, to parent you the way that you need to be parented as we both grow on this journey. I don't have to come across as the expert. We're on this journey together. That's so good. And then this means, Chris, of course, that we give God the credit when we see transformation. So when we have a conversation with our kids and they don't roll their eyes or they do try uh, a strategy that we recommend and and they're successful, then they need to hear us say, oh, praise God for your obedience. I'm so proud of you for being teachable and listening. And let's pray and give God the glory right now. That's so good. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Today is about a parenting reset. We're going to take a break. But these breaks only give you opportunity to find out more about our guests and about our resources. So, again, Kathy Cook is the guest. The books that we are recommending today, either one is good to start with. Both are phenomenal to to, uh, secure today. So Resilient Kids, and then Start With The Heart. Find out more at EquipRadio.org. There you have links in our program details. When we come back, we're going to ask the question, what does it look like to parent with grace and mercy. Maybe those aren't strengths in your parenting, but we're going to help you today to be a better parent and to see God move by his grace. Don't go anywhere. Much more to come next up on Equip with Chris Brooks. Hey, 
Hey friends, Chris Brooks here. I want to invite you to join us for our next Equip Resume webinar coming up next Thursday, January 12th, right after the program. We'll be talking about one of the greatest challenges facing our children, our relationships, and our society today. That's mental health. Bring your questions and join the conversation as we discuss Jesus, anxiety, and depression. Equippers, look for an email from me with registration details for this free interactive webinar. Not an equipper and want to attend? Well, become a monthly partner by calling 888-644-4144 or online at equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks, taking your calls, 877-LIVE-675. They were talking about with the holidays behind us, it's a great time for parenting reset. We want to help you to do that. Kathy Cook is my guest. Before we go back to the questions, let me say thank you to Miss Audrey from Virgie, Kentucky. She just became a monthly partner. Thank you, Audrey. We really appreciate you. Maybe you're listening and uh, the program's been a blessing to you. We'd love for you to become a monthly partner. One of the benefits to that is next Thursday, we have our next Zoom webinar. Uh, These Zoom webinars are for our monthly partners. It's an opportunity for us to have an intimate uh, gathering uh, via Zoom technology where I get a chance to talk about issues that are most important to your heart that I've heard from you that we can dive deeper in. And uh, we're going to talk about mental health on our next Zoom webinar. It's happening immediately following next Thursday's program. So you do want to sign up for that. Uh, Registration information is in your inbox. But the topic is uh, Jesus, anxiety, and depression. What does the Bible have to say about those topics? What wisdom can we have for navigating those realities with ourselves, with those that we love, even within our own household? So if that's important to you, if that's a part of your current reality and you are a monthly partner, please sign up for that. If you're not a monthly partner and you love to become one, all you have to do is dial the number 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. Forty-four. Let's go to the phone lines. Ray is listening in Chicago. Hey, Ray, thank you so much for listening. What's your question for Kathy today? Hello, everyone. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Kathy, I wanted to ask, I'm a father of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm finding a bit of a sickness here. Um, I'm a father of a six-year-old, and I take my responsibility as a father as a teacher and as trying to give her her identity in Jesus very seriously. Um, I definitely am trying to balance that uh, with fun, with different material, but I occasionally find that she, she can find it a bit of a chore to say her prayers. She can find it a bit of a chore sometimes to learn new topics when we're going through them. Um, I don't, try to flood her with it because I know that the um, what could happen is maybe she'll be overwhelmed with too much of it. And I just want to know what's a healthy balance and a healthy strategy, both in the short term of just making it more interesting for her and then the long term to ensure that, you know, she's just running the, the race for herself. Great question. Kathy? Oh, Ray. Yeah. Thanks for calling. I'm so proud of you for wanting this for your daughter. 
for a dad to be engaged and wanting a daughter to have identity in Christ, like congratulations. I'm so excited for you and for your daughter. What a blessed relationship you must have. My my gut reaction is that you we need to teach children that we do what we do because of our relationship with Christ. We pray not to check it off a list to feel like a good girl, but we pray because we love our Father. We love God, and we love His Son and the sacrifice. And so we pray on a consistently regular basis because we want to be in communication with our best friend, with our Father. Why do we worship? Because we're in a relationship. Why do we go to church? Because we're in a relationship. Why do we read the Scripture? Because it's a love letter and a life letter from our Father to us. So when we approach our disciplines as relational activities, not as disciplines that I have to be disciplined to do, then it becomes a natural part of our rhythm. And we we pray throughout the day, which is what Scripture teaches us to do. And then kids, I think, launch well and go off and, you know, she'll be at a, at a party and she'll think to pray, um, even though you're not there to say, hey, have you prayed? So I, I love your passion. And of course, you know, God would want us to have fun and God wants us to experience all of life. So teaching that as well, along with the, the disciplines, the relational activities of things like prayer is really valuable. Yeah, sounds like you're doing a great job. Father, thank you for Ray. Lord, I pray that you would continue to not only heal and comfort his body, but continue to strengthen him as a dad. What a blessing it is uh, as he leads his daughter, as he pours into her, and and, and even as Kathy just encouraged models relationship. Um, Lord, we love you, and we want our children to see that love and that relationship. So may his daughter see that in his life. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, the other thing that's helped me along the way is to recognize, uh, and this is for Ray, this is for everyone else who's listening, who maybe is uh, asking the same question Ray did. Um, there are so many resources that are out there to help you with this, so don't yes. feel like you're alone or that you have to reinvent the wheel. One that we've highlighted in the past on this program is by Tim Shoemaker. Uh, Tim, mm-hmm. and I love this title, Kathy, it's yes, titled I love his the, books. The, the Very Best Hands-On, Kind of Dangerous Family Devotions. I love that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's if you type in Tim Shoemaker, uh, he he has the this devotional book that has great activities and ways to be able to uh, get away from making it just feel like uh, we're checking a box to we're experiencing Christ together and uh, growing and learning together in engaging in hands-on ways. So hopefully that's helpful as well to Ray. Others are calling. We'll get back to the phone lines. 877-LIVE-675 is the number. 877-548-3675. But before I go back to the phone lines, Kathy, I teased out this question before we went to break. But uh, grace and mercy. You say we Mm -hmm. need to parent with grace and mercy and uh, for some, that may not be easy or natural. What does that look like practically? Does that mean that there's no rules? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. No, rules are absolutely essential. Boundaries are a blessing because love is the goal of, of the boundaries. And so we need boundaries. We need kids to know that this is what would be preferred behavior. This is right. This is wrong. But you know what? Let's see them. Let's make sure we see them. We have a child who hasn't been feeling well. We have a child who's fatigued. We have a child who had a late babysitting job and has a quiz and is stressed. You know, she may be critical or irritable that that next morning. 
let's have grace and mercy for them in those situations and say, you know, hey, Bethany, I'm going to let that go today because of your circumstances. Now, tomorrow morning, you know, different day. Uh, but I, I think, you know, that's God. He's full of grace and mercy. We don't get every punishment we deserve. Good heavens. Praise the Lord. So, yes, yeah, standards. Uh, standards are, are appropriate, Chris. But to see the kids and to recognize uh, in, in this situation, you may not have been capable of more obedience. And so I'm going to give you grace. And you talk to the kids and you have a reset the next day. Man, that's so good. And, and you know, when you... Whenever you compare what Christ does for us and you mm-hmm. look at it through that lens, you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it, you know, because <laughs> he does give us so much grace and mercy. All right, Susan is online, and I'm a little bit nervous because we only got about a minute, but let's try it. Susan in Chicago, uh, <laughs> what's your question for Kathy? <laughs> okay, I'll try to be quick. Um, parenting, uh, not wanting to parent out of fear. I have a teen son. And um, I see just in normal life, he's not really good at holding boundaries that, you know, we try to help him choose. He has friends that we know and one in particular that's involved in pornography. How do I not parent out of fear um, when I see it's sort of his character to not really hold the line? Mm. Cassie? Yeah, well, whoa, great question. Um Make sure you're in the scripture. Make sure you're reading who God says you are and who God says your son is. If he's a believer, read the scripture to him where we are declared to be overcomers and um, chosen and adopted and beloved and unconditionally valued and all the things. Um, Yeah, there's just so much there. So read the scripture. Um, Don't give up. Talk to your son. And, And I would also ask you to consider that relationship with, I'm assuming, a boy involved in pornography, ideally that ends and you tell your son why. We've decided this is unhealthy for you. So good. And you know, when I hear Kathy say parent by faith, I don't hear denialism. What I hear Mm. is confidence that God will honor his word and intervene on our behalf. It's a journey, but have faith in Christ and his faithfulness. Same God who is faithful to you will be faithful to your children. We'll be right back with more of Equip right after this. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Today we're helping you to have a parenting reset. My guest is Dr. Kathy Cook. You can find out more at equipradio.org. We're taking your phone calls at 877-LIVE-675. That's 877-548-3675. And boy, do I have a great book for you as you start out the new year as well. Our good friend, Trillia Newble, she's going to be joining me as well to talk about this resource all month long, is inviting you to take the 52-week challenge, 52 weeks in the Word. I love this 52-week devotional for those who say, man, my spiritual goal for this year is to work through the Bible. I want to join you in that. But I got this resource, and here's what I love about the resource. Not only does it have a plan, a reading plan, and great questions to help you to dig into the Word and for you to get all out of it what God intended for you to get out of it, but it even has 
makeup days for days that you miss. It even has rest days as well. And I think that's so cool because the last thing that God wants is for us to add something on to our stress level that's an unrealistic expectation. You're not going to be perfect for 365 days. There are going to be interruptions. And a good resource like this one plans for that, anticipates that, and helps you to stay on track and accomplish your goal. You can do it. You can read through the Bible. You can understand the Word of God. We can take this journey together. So a gift of any amount to the to the uh, program this month, we're sending you Trillion Nubles, newest resource. It's a companion for reading through the Bible in a year, 52 weeks in the Word. All you got to do is dial the number 888 644 4144. That's 888-644-4144. All right, Kathy, before we went to break, we got in a call from Susan. She was asking, I think, a really important question a lot of parents ask. Okay, I want to make sure I'm not parenting out of fear, but what if my children aren't making the best decisions? How do I navigate that? You got a chance to answer a little bit, but anything else you want to say? Yeah, thanks for letting me do that, Chris. You know what dawns on me, too, is we have to make sure that we're looking for little improvements and small change. You know, a lot of us as parents, we want big change, right? We want whole attitude shifts overnight. Totally legit that we want that. Well, it's probably not legitimate, but we want it. So I think the fear causes us to not see any growth at all. You know, Satan doesn't want us to be encouraged. So I want to encourage Susan and everybody else listening to even write down the small changes that you notice in attitude, behavior, and choices and decisions that your children are making. And before you know it, you're going to have a long list. And that's going to encourage you and your son and daughter. And then faith, I think, will come out of that as you see the progress. You know, the other reality with this whole sexuality journey with our children is Mm -hmm. we have to, I think, uh, this is an area where we're going to have to give the most grace and mercy while still having boundaries and standards, but we're going to have to, as parents, recognize that they're going to go through this this journey of Mm -hmm. processing their sexuality, having questions. Um, You can't fully insulate them from the questions that are being asked and, and, and quite honestly, um, images that may come across their way. So I would say to, to parents, anticipate it, uh, be prepared to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, Kathy, just like the technology conversation, it's not a one and done conversation. It's right. an ongoing conversation. And what I think our children need to know is that this is a big area. I know it's not easy to navigate. Wasn't easy for any of us to navigate our sexuality either, but we had to depend on God's grace and praise God. I know at least for me, I had some loving, caring adults who helped me to process through my questions. And so I think a lot of this is saying to our kids, I'm in this journey with you, mm-hmm. not just as a police officer, mm-hmm. um, but, but, but to come along as a guide on the side, helping you to navigate through it. Uh, I don't think that makes it easier, but I do think that's an important part of this conversation. Absolutely. In fact, in the book, Start With the Heart, there's a whole chapter on making sure that we are a teacher, a coach, a cheerleader, and a referee. If we're only a referee, they will begin to resent us big time. They won't come to us with their struggles and their fears and their confusion. They'll go somewhere else. And we don't want them going somewhere else. We want them coming to us 
because we love them more than others will, and we'll point them to the God of the Bible as the source of all truth. 877-LIVE-675 is the number, 877-548-3675. All right, Kathy, next question. You suggest that it is critical and important that we forgive both quickly and often. Explain (laughs) what you mean by that. Absolutely. You know, children are children. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to talk back. They're going to argue. They're going to spill their milk. They're children. They're learning how life works. And so let me say first, Chris, there's a difference between a mistake and sin, right? We know that Jesus probably, if you will, spilled his milk, but he was never a sinner. So let's make sure that we're aware of that. And we don't even have to deal with forgiveness when it's just really a mistake because they're children. But if they've sinned against us, you know, then, yeah, we do what's right. We do what's obedient to the Lord and we forgive. And ideally, we tell them that we've forgiven them. A lot of children tell me that they don't know if they've been forgiven. So they wake up the next day after an argument and they're walking on eggshells and fearful. So we choose to be humble. We choose to realize that without forgiveness, there'll be a relationship uh, break, if you will. So we recognize they're human and we say out loud to them, to ourselves, uh, you know, I forgive you for your, and fill in the blank. I think it's really good for kids to hear us forgive them for something specific. I forgive you for your critical attitude. I forgive you that you were prideful and not teachable. I forgive you for um, putting your needs above your sisters when we've been talking with you about being other-centered and loving toward her. I think it's good for kids to hear that. That means, of course, Chris, that we choose to forget And we don't throw it back in their face. So the next time your son is going to spend time with the daughter, you don't say, hey, by the way, I expect you to treat her well today, which (laughs) is being reminded of failure. This is so hard. This is why we have to be so self-controlled and so careful with our words. We need to pray that God empowers us to do the right thing because forgiveness doesn't come naturally because we want to be prideful, too. So let's pray about that also, right? Yeah, you know, in your book on resilient kids, you talk about the importance mm-hmm. of being more positive than negative. Mm-hmm. And that, that that comes through, Kathy, and it's one of those things that people might be listening and saying, I can't put my finger on it, but it's something about Kathy's disposition that I mm-hmm. really admire, and, and I just want to make sure we're calling it out. But it's also so easy to lose in relationships. How do you avoid, Kathy, becoming cynical or mm-hmm. not uh, typecasting people in a way that they feel like, man, I'm in a prison and I can never get mm-hmm. out of the way you see me? Well, yeah. Yeah, we, we, I, I don't want to – well, we got to pray. We, and I, I don't mean to be – talking about this so much, but maybe I need to. I think we pray again that God inspire us, inspires yes. us to see what is right and to see what is good and to, to be a true advocate. Children will, spouses, friends, children, parents will all respond best to us when they know that we will also point out what is good, where they are growing, where they are maturing. A positive foundation allows the correction to be heard. And by the way, Chris, the only way we can correct negative behavior is to have strengths to rely upon. If children only know these are the five things I've done today that make my mom really angry, and they don't believe they have any strength within them, they won't believe they can overcome anything we've pointed out. So we need to be specific with our compliments. In fact, 
in the book, Start With the Heart, as you know, there's an appendix in the back of complimenting words to help us not (laughs) say um, that was really good. I mean, good doesn't help them overcome, but being creative and careful and diligent and persevering and loving and kind, being specific helps them believe in their strength and being specific in our correction helps them believe they can overcome that as well. So yeah, being positive. It's, I praise God for the way I was raised. Uh, it is yes, something yes. that changes us, and I, I give God the glory for that. Yeah, uh, listen, I think that all of us, again, the message is we can do this. And mm. uh, some had that modeled in their home really well. E- even some friends that I know that didn't have believing parents, if you will, uh, right. some have those who model grace, mercy, positiveness mm-hmm. uh, in a great way. Some had believing parents, but that wasn't modeled. But the good thing is we don't have to be a repeat of the past. We can learn these new skills. And again, two great books to help you to do that. Resilient Kids and Start With The Heart, both by Kathy Cook. You can find out more at our website, equipradio.org. Before I go to break, though, I do want to ask a question on behalf of one of our callers. Michelle just called in, didn't necessarily want to be on the air, calling in from Ohio. But I thought her question was really good, Kathy. And it's from a grandparent's perspective. She's concerned about her grandkids. And in particular, she said, hey, mom and dad aren't doing much uh, for the spiritual life of the kids. They're not praying a lot with them, reading the Bible. How do I help without violating boundaries or maybe being kicked out of the relationship? (laughs) Yes. Many people are asking this question um, of you and of me. So praise God, Michelle is a concerned grandmother. I love that she's involved and aware. So first of all, let me affirm that. And again, we pray and and we pray for the mom and dad to have an awakening. We pray for the mom and dad to maybe even go through something that would remind them of the faith that they need in the God of the Bible who is in control. Um, Absolutely. And then we we do what we can with our children directly. Uh, Our grandchildren, I mean, we send notes. They love getting mail. I don't care how old they are. You know, FaceTime and Marco Polo and all kinds of things like that that's good on technology you can also use. You know, pray for them by name. Maybe send them a prayer. Um, You know, Jonathan, today I prayed that you would find peace and joy in your relationships. If you're in relationships that aren't healthy, I pray that you would have the confidence to move on and find a new friend. Um, Prayer is how I communicate my desire for you to the God who created you. Um, kids Kids will respond to that and ask questions about that. Uh, so pray, communicate, love them as you can, meet their needs. Oh, my goodness. Pray for your your daughter, your son-in-law, son, daughter-in-law. And if you have the kind of relationship where you can be really honest, be really honest and call your, your son or daughter and say, you know, I, I've got to tell you again that I'm just concerned that in your busyness or in your pursuit of, of wealth, you forgot the greater thing. They, it, it's a parent, adult relationships with adult children are challenging. But again, blame and shame doesn't work. Um, Yelling doesn't work. Being critical doesn't work. But teaching and giving them a purpose and giving them a passion, that can work. A lot of young adults I speak to, young parents and stuff, they're, Chris, they're desperate to get it right. They don't know how. Yes, yeah. The, The culture around them is saying it's about money and position and beauty and how many toys you have in your garage. They need to know that those things will fade away. And this is why your your mom and I have valued these things as we've raised you. How can we help you? Well, you know, one of the gifts of 
grandparenting, when you become a grandparent, all of the mistakes of your parenting years are quickly forgotten, right? And you become a parenting expert and your kids are like struggling and you got to be careful not to just be the voice of this is what you've done wrong. This is the mistake that you're making. And what I hear you say, whether it is on a parent level, when that report card comes home, or on a grandparenting level as you're evaluating your kids, look for the positive, not just the negative. Uh, Celebrate that a D moved to a C and not just looking for the failures. And if you're a grandparent, be able to commend your children where they are striving, where you do see a desire to get it right and be an, an encouragement and support, a resource. And one of the ways that you can bless them and resource them is to get them these books by Kathy Cook. Start with the heart, resilient kids. Let them know Christmas may be over, but I still got some gifts to give to you. Go to equipradio.org. We'll be right back. Let's begin this new year by committing ourselves to reading the Bible more and understanding it better. Will you join me? I have a wonderful new resource to keep us on track and inspired. It's Trillia Nubel's new book, 52 Weeks in the Word. This insightful resource even offers days of rest and reflection on what we've read. You can request your copy today with the gift of any amount to equip. Call 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. I hope today has been helpful for you. I hope it's been an encouragement to you and that the message you're hearing, not only from me or from my guest, Kathy Cook, but more importantly from the Lord is that you can do this. God is at work in your life, through you, in your children, in your parenting. You know, you ask most parents uh, who are at the stage of life where maybe their kids are grown on their own, making it, you ask them, how did you do it? And uh, you'll often hear, I don't exactly know, but somehow, some way, God made a way. And I will tell you, he will. He will make a way. And we need to be reminded of that. But you can go from just a sense of ambiguity to competency. And part of the way that you can feel confident is by learning some things about what it means to really see children, their uniqueness, how God has designed them, and to really inspire within them this this uh, passion for being compassionate, responsible, and brave, even when you're not around. And so that's why I want to encourage you, get Kathy's books, Start With the Heart, and Resilient Kids, Raise Them to Embrace Life with Confidence, you can find out more at equipradio.org. Now, Kathy, I got to admit, most of the stuff you write, I quickly and easily understand. But there are certain <laughs> things you write, and I'm like, okay, I need to reread this because I don't mm-hmm. want to. I want to make sure I'm not getting it wrong. One of the things that you wrote is this: parents, so children will want to be your friend later. Don't prioritize friendship now. I read that twice. Mm. What do you mean by that? Yeah, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of parents today who are expecting their children to meet legitimate relational needs that the adults have. But Mm. adults need to get their friendship and relational needs met with adults. Um, And we need to be willing for our children to be angry 
uh, for a season. You know, we need to put up the boundaries and we need to say no and we need to let our no be our no. You may not play that game. You may not go to that friend's house. Um, you must do your math homework before you shoot hoops in the driveway. We must be the parent who knows what is best now and for the future, and we hold our, our ground. And if our kids are disappointed and, and sullen and they don't want to look at us when they eat dinner that night, that's okay. Because God didn't give us children so that we would have another friend. And what, I, what I'm convinced of, and you can talk to any people and you can read scripture to see that this is true. When I teach my children right from wrong, they value that. Not, they're not going to say thank you in the moment. It's not about that. But later, they will appreciate the investment, the intentionality, the perseverance that we had toward them. And now when they're 18, 19, 23, 29, they will want to go have a cup of coffee with us. They will want us to come to spend the weekend with them. And that's what I want us to parent for, the big picture in the long term. All right. There are a lot of ways we can land this plane, but I think one of the best things we can do is we talk about resetting, as we talk about uh, what the future of this year, 2023, can look like from a parenting perspective is kind of zero in on what does it look like to prioritize progress over perfection? Mm, mm, right, right. To set appropriate goals. Uh, maybe you do want your child to move from a C to an A this semester. What would that look like? Uh, daily homework, quiz grades, unit exams. Uh, if they're in a school setting, maybe you hope or your child hopes to make a travel soccer team this spring. Then will he dribble the ball with you in the backyard? Will he watch some you know, good video of, of good games or YouTube instructional videos? Will he pay out of his own money for a coaching lesson for two Saturdays in a row? What will it take practically for progress to be made. And then we celebrate those victories. We set goals. By, by February 1st, we would have read the scripture for at least uh, three-fourths of the day. I love the resource, by the way, uh, that you're endorsing yes, here, yes. of course. It's a great, uh, reading the Bible through in a year is, is life-changing. So let's be practical and specific. Let's ask our kids, do they think that's realistic? Let's make sure that we're parenting individuals, not the herd of children, because Maybe you have a child who isn't as capable as somebody else. Um, yeah, it's progress. Um, progress, excellence will result in growth, which is what we really want. You know, perfection has been done, Chris. His name is Jesus, right? <laughs> uh, you know, and I think um, I understand why parents have high goals and high expectations, but it can't be about making sure our kids perform for us so we look good to our neighbors. It's not about that. We want our children to become who God created them to be. That's what gives him great glory, and that's what gives children great joy and confidence. So did he create us to be radio hosts and public speakers and authors? Did he create someone to be an accountant, a teacher, a bus driver, a, a carpet layer? And, and in the meantime, you know, and more importantly, a great follower of Christ, a great man, woman, husband, a wife, father, a mother, all of that progress, little steps, little yes. steps. And I think that this is just as important of a message for us as parents to embrace for ourselves as it is for us to embrace for our children as well. Kathy, yes. thank you so much. You're always a blessing. Happy New Year, Kathy. Oh, Happy New Year, Chris. Thank you so much. Friends, find out more at our website, EquipRadio.org. So many goodies there. Can't wait till we're together again next time. Until then, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.
Hey there, friends. Chris Brooks here. You know how much I love theology, but did you know that every person does theology? You know, theology simply means what you believe about God. And the best place to learn about God is through the Bible. I am so excited to be joined by teacher and author Nancy Guthrie. Don't miss the next edition of Equip. Listen live weekdays at 1 Eastern, noon Central on the Moody Radio app or equipradio.org.